When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Billy Cox and you're listening to Pantheon Podcast. History in five songs. With host Martin Popoff. A production of Pantheon Podcasts. Let's rock out with Martin. Yes, indeed. Martin Popoff here back again with another episode of History in Five Songs with Martin Popoff, brought to you by the good people at Pantheon Podcasts. We are pleased, as always, to be part of this vast and always expanding Pantheon Podcast Network. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, and over 40 other podcast platforms. All right. Uh, This is episode 132, and I'm calling this Drum Hooks. Nice, simple title. Um... And it's actually, there were so many cool examples coming to mind and so many different dynamics to this. What I've decided to do with this is uh, is com- compartmentalize it a little bit and stay away from all the great examples of drum intros and drum fills. Um, but before we get ahead of ourselves, what is a hook? That in itself could be two or three episodes because it's a fascinating, fascinating topic. What is a hook? Um, I looked up on Wiki. And, and saw what they said about a hook. They said a hook is a musical idea, often a short riff, passage, or phrase that is used in popular music to make a song appealing to, in quotes, catch the ear of the listener. So that's a pretty good definition. Uh, the term generally applies to popular music, especially rock, R&B, hip-hop, dance, and pop. Uh, in those genres, the hook is often found uh, in or it consists of the chorus. Now it's getting a little away from itself. I don't, I don't like this definition as much. A hook can be either melodic or rhythmic and often incorporates the main motif for a piece of music. Um, goes on, there's, there's a lot of interesting things said about how a hook can be uh, literally a sound. That could be a sound of an instrument. Um, in the early days, a hook could be a nonsense lyric. Um, like surfing, well, surfing bird is a sound more or less, um, but, you know, to do ron ron and all that kind of stuff. Um, a hook can be a cowbell to, to lean this a little bit towards drums and stuff, Hooks can be uh, interesting. We're, we're going to get to an example that that I feel, or a few examples really, that um, that that sort of uh, presage the idea of 
uh, hooks in hip hop music and in hip hop music, drums or the percussive end of things is often the hook. And that's because we get a lot of different sounds and, and interesting ideas there. And then you get rapping just, just over some drums. Drums are very important, you know, drums, electronic drums, I suppose, uh, synth drums <laughs> are important to hip hop. Um, but yeah, hooks can be, hooks can be, uh, a repeated pattern, uh, as, as this definition says, something in the chorus that worms its way into your ear. Ear, you know, earworm, right? Ear candy, uh, you know, candy worm. These are these are these are other ways to describe hook. Um, but the idea is that uh, sometimes uh, a hook can become a hook through repetition. Um, but yeah, it could be any manner of a uh, little gizmo, little doodad, little uh, little bell and whistle uh, that that gets you uh, liking a song. And you know, this wiki definition kind of lean towards pop or whatever but i don't really feel that's uh that's really the case it could be in any kind of music uh there can be hooks um but yeah so this is going to be all about just drum hooks and i've uh, i've risen to the challenge so to speak of like i say staying away from intros and fills when i was sort of uh you know exploring this topic I had all sorts of drum parts that would be cool and they're known, but what I wanted to do is say, okay, this is an intro and it may not be a recurring thing or, or central to the song, so I'm not going to call that a hook. And same with fills. Fills is an interesting topic in itself. Um, I've often said that Neil Peart is is a very musical, songsy, sing-songy drummer. So is John Bonham. People have said that about Ringo Starr. Um, but Neil, um, well, I have no examples of Rush that I'm using here, but you know, if I do an episode like this, uh, where we, where we go into fills, or if I do one where we go to into intros, that's going to open up a whole new can of earworms. Um, and, uh, and that's a whole different kind of hook. Uh, but let's get on to our first example here and you'll see a little more of what we're talking about. This is the perfect, perfect example of a drum hook. Take a listen to this. This is Metallica with Escape. Right, so Metallica is an interesting case. Uh, Lars does some really interesting things. Uh, I think Lars's key um, uh, thing that he brings to drumming is his accenting. And that's not necessarily fills, but it's more like when he throws in weird snare things. Now, this is a little bit like that, but not, not so much like that in that it is a very regimented, thought-out hook essentially so what you hear in this uh in this uh, escape song is you hear the song moving along and it's it's just a standard cool hooky uh thrash thrash rocker it's you know metallica got super big and famous because their songs were actually hooky and well written this is another one of those but the real hook to this song is when Lars uh, fires off that little machine gun snare thing at the end of each signature, at the end of each bar kind of thing. Uh, that's that's the hook of this song. And what I wanted to do with this one as well 
is just to drive home the idea of hook in general is we got to the chorus in this in this little musical clip and this is actually one of the reasons why people didn't like this song and why it's one of the uh the lesser known songs on Ride the Lightning or one of the lesser known songs say across those first 3 albums um people did not like that melodic chorus so it has a melodic hook that that rubbed you know some of these uncompromising thrash fans the wrong way uh so you get this part where James is actually singing singing more so pretty much than he does in a, in a lot of spots uh throughout early metallica certainly you know not not so much on kill em all that was more of a barking album um but you get you get him singing and he's also singing along with a high guitar lick to reinforce the melodicness of it so Essentially, the funny thing about Escape is it's got it's got a conventional hook, which would be that which would be that chorus hook, that melodic chorus, and it also has a true, true, true drum hook that Lars does. And you know, just off the top of my head, I mean, I didn't go way into this, but I, I, I you know, I think it'd be a neat challenge to uh, to raise to uh, you know you the listeners on Facebook and stuff as you go through these bands. Um, if I miss examples of uh, drum hooks by some of these bands. It would be good uh, if you could point a few of them out. Um, I actually come up with some later on, but I didn't really think about Metallica very much. So, where what are some other drum hooks uh, in Metallica? I, I I personally think again, it's getting a little away from the topic uh, or or the definition of hook we have here. But I think there are some things that Lars does on Enter Sandman uh, that are quite hooky as well. Um, and Lars in general is just a hooky drummer. Uh, he's accessible. He's groovy, so there are all, all these things. Grooviness and accessibility are, you know, mirror definitions of hook. Um, but I think he does uh, interesting hooky fills. I think that's one of you know. I I did I said it wasn't fills earlier, and it's not exactly fills, but it's these it's these uh you know, these uh kind of non intuitive stabs that he does, which are parts of fills. I suppose is is how you could call it. Um, so there you go. Anyways, Metallica Escape, perfect, perfect example to kick this off because that is an absolute uh, dead perfect example of a drum hook. Take a listen to our second one here. This is Alice Cooper with Billion Dollar Babies. Right, so this is actually, uh, you know, going with my tried and true, what is the first thing that came to mind when I thought of this? Billion Dollar Babies was the first thing that came to mind. One of my favorite Alice Cooper songs. It's a heavy song. Um, but as Alice Cooper says in my Alice Cooper book, Alice Cooper at 50, he says, uh, Billion Dollar Babies was actually a song that was written off the drums. It was a drum riff. So he uses the idea of drum riff, and that's kind of the same thing as a drum hook uh, in terms of my definition for this episode. Neil comes in and goes, you know, he sings it. Uh, 
We wrote the song directly off that riff, and we used to do that a lot. Dennis Dunaway would write a bass riff, let's say, on a song like Blue Turk, and we would write the song around a bass riff. This time, it happened to be off the drum riff. So what he doesn't say there, but what is kind of true about this and and fits our definition for some of these that you're going to hear, is that is that the drum pattern is so distinctive that uh, everybody else, you know, the guitar riff included, maybe the vocals, clumps around the drums. In standard heavy metal, I've also said one of the definitions of heavy metal is everybody clumps around that big, you know, distortion pedal riff, you know, warming their hands on the fire of the riff. Um, but for a drum riff song, for, you know, Alice is calling this a drum riff song, everybody is, is you know, coming around the campfire and warming their hands off of a drum riff. Um, so that's kind of cool. Michael Bruce said also in that book, I told Neil that I go to music stores and hear those drums, but it has a lot of little riffs to start as opposed to one monster riff like in Smoke on the Water. So that's kind of interesting. You know, you you hear the whole, um, the intro to Stairway to Heaven or the riff to Smoke on, on the Water are, are heard in guitar stores and they point to the side. No, no, no Stairway to Heaven, right? So so he said, Michael is saying, I hear people play that in, in drum shops, right? That's kind of interesting, right? Um, uh, Neil himself says uh, on why he's uncredited uh, because I didn't write anything except the drum intro to that song and that was the hook. So he actually calls it a hook. But the original song as we were working it out, the song pretty much had a straighter beat to it. So there was there was the underlining underlying feel of the song or or the or the structure and the lyrics and the chords. Uh, so Neil doesn't have a credit. Um, but it was a straightforward song, but Neil absolutely transformed it. So there's your uh, there's your clue again that the drums are really important to this. Uh, but yeah, I always uh, love the Rolling Stones intro from Charlie Watts to the song "Get Off My Cloud." Um, Charlie Watts is another one who has some songs that uh, that are you know some, some real hooks that are the riffs of songs. I thought that was very cool. And as a drummer, I, I always used to like to write songs for drummers because people listen to songs and think that's cool. If I was a drummer listening to an Alice Cooper song, what would be cool about it? And I always try to have something special in there that would get someone's interest. Um, so this one gave me the opportunity, and I'm a rudimental drummer. I learned all the rudiments when I was first trained early in my musical education. So this is kind of like a military beat thing, right? And I always loved uh, Flams, Mississippi Queen, and some other great songs had big flams all the way through. If you don't know what a flam is, flams is flam is just when you take, uh, you know, you got your 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 stick in one hand, and stick in the other hand. You got your snare, and and you and you hit, you hit the snare drum almost simultaneously with those two and it's and it makes a uh, a a wider single hit uh sound and that's a flam you know oddly it's it's almost like doubling or tripling a guitar solo to get a wider sound uh when you're when you're recording a guitar solo and you play it exactly the same way um a flam is kind of like that on a snare drum. Uh, it's just getting a wider sound off of a single shot by having those two shots uh, only slightly, slightly uh, away from each other. Um, so yeah, it's kind of cool. And he goes through and he talks flams. For people who don't know what that is, it's like a double stroke roll. You just both stay. So he he explains this. So I wanted to have a drum intro and we were fooling around with the idea of a song that would feature different guys in the band at the beginning uh, in the intros to a particular song. And the other thing I like about this one is it's there, but it, it kind of uh, carries on soon as the verses and the riffs start up 
uh, with slight variations, but but it's not just like I say a a true intro where everything changes after the intro. Uh, this complicated drum pattern, you know, this this stilted blocky drum pattern, this hook, right? This drum hook continues on uh, through the rest of the song. Um, all right, let's take a short break. We'll be right back. All right, back again here. History in Five Songs with Martin Popoff. This is episode 132, Drum Hooks. Let's take a listen to our third example, and we shall discuss. This is Led Zeppelin with Poor Tom. Right, poor Tom. Love this song. This is off of Coda, which is the Odds and Sods, uh, you know, last Led Zeppelin album, posthumous Led Zeppelin album. Um, but what I love about this song is I am a drummer and this is a drum hook. This is one of those cursed, accursed drum uh, patterns that goes through my head all the time. Probably every single day of my life at some point, poor Tom goes through my head. It's really weird. Drummers are, are funny like that. We're always tapping our fingers or tapping our pens or, tap, or drumming on our laps or whatever. Poor Tom always comes to mind because it's this, this nice little slightly, slightly challenging uh, pattern. It's, it's challenging to get smooth. Uh, that that's kind of the interesting thing about it. Um, you know, it's not otherwise uh, super challenging. But the neat thing about this is uh, John Bonham completely is the personality of the song. Without John Bonham, it would be like a canned heat song, a bluegrass song. It's just a simple bluegrassy folk song that could have been on Led Zeppelin three without drums kind of thing. But you add the drums in and it's completely transformed. So so this is a perfect example of a drum hook and an even a more expansive one than, than our Metallica Escape uh, example. So so that drum pattern, that uh, you know, going throughout the whole thing, it's just it's just such a uh, such a joyous, cool, interesting a drum pattern and this is why people love John Bonham so much he has many many drum hooks the crunch is is a, a drum hook uh, the opening to the rover so so the rover has an intro that that goes through my head all the time as well but as the song moves on uh, it kind of sticks with that sort of idea and he does these really spare open fills which are very very hooky so John Bonham is a hooky drummer in in terms of coming up with a complete drum riff like you hear on Poor Tom. He's also a hooky drummer with famous famous intros like like the rock and roll intro. He's uh he's famous with uh with fills. Um you know other ones that feel like a riff uh that is central to the song are things like Whole Lot of Love. Uh, custard pie certainly when the levee breaks is john bonham being famous for a drum sound so he has a whole bunch of drum sounds you know that are gotten in conjunction with uh with engineers and you know the um the official producer of the band jimmy page right um so so he has he is a drummer that people love so much and if they were to articulate why they love him so much 
it might be if they thought about it a fair bit, it might be because of his hookiness, his hookiness with complete drum riffs, his hookiness with fills and his hookiness with intros and his hookiness with sounds. So there you go. A complete hooky drummer in John Bonham. All right. Uh, let's listen to our fourth example. Take a listen to this. This is Queen with more of that jazz. So this is really, I wanted to pick this one and play it right after Poor Tom, because to me, it's almost like a variation on Poor Tom. This is a song off of the jazz album. I love this album. We did a Contrarians episode uh, on this, a regular Contrarians, where I have a Contrarian choice for favorite album by a band. And my favorite Queen album is jazz. I just love the variety and all those short songs and all that cool stuff. Um, but this is one written by Roger Taylor. He plays most of the instruments. This is a very talented band. But um, I feel that everything clumps around this really distinctive, hard to forget, memorable, hooky, earworm, ear candy, drum riff or drum hook. This doom, 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 doom. And then that really cool sinister guitar riff behind it. The other thing I love about this song that a lot of people, I don't know, uh, there there are probably other examples where this happens, um, but this is my favorite example where where they massage in little clips from the other songs on the album. Very cool novel idea, but Queen had many, many novel ideas, didn't they? Uh, so so this is a song definitely that, uh, that lives and breathes on a drum hook or a drum riff. Uh, I wanted to play this one because I didn't want to go with the obvious one, the biggest drum hook of all time i suppose uh queen we will rock you right um and it's not even drums that's the funny thing it's uh it's literally stomping and clapping clapping kind of thing it's it's uh, ironically not drums but it's the biggest drum hook uh really of all time super super famous song big song huge selling album and and uh you know there's so little else going on um that that your your attention is absolutely absolutely drawn to the drums you know otherwise another one bites the bust or bust another one bites the dust is essentially a bass hook but you could say that uh it's got such a strong rhythm section and being this incendiary disco song it also uh has a drum hook to it as well um, and then, you know, interesting examples like Radio Gaga, you know, this is, as I mentioned earlier, this idea of uh, press aging, uh, you know, the idea of drum hooks in hip hop. Once you start bringing in synthesizers and that per percolating idea, and uh, even though this is a very smooth, you know, critical mass moving forward kind of song, you know, the drumming isn't particularly complicated in it. The sounds applied to the drumming uh, are are interesting and you know part of the reason this is uh is is such a big hit i i think we did an early episode on uh on queen and novelty actually right and uh and that is kind of all about hooks as well but all variety of hooks and this is more about drum hooks but radio gaga is a novel novelty song because of that stupid title and and you know an equally stupid uh vocal and lyric uh not vocal but lyric to it right um but 
you could say the drums are are, are a type of hook uh, as well in this uh, uh, also. So, okay, so let's move on to our fifth example. Take a listen to this. This is Peter Gabriel with Intruder. All right. Love those drums on Intruder. So Peter Gabriel has many songs uh, that are, are, you know, the drum pattern is super, super important and memorable to it because elsewhere he's got other hooky things going on. And and this is an example of an artist who uses, uh, at least uh, certainly during this album and security somewhat as well, uh, he uses sounds for hooks. Um, so just novel sounds you you don't hear too often elsewhere. He makes the guitarists and the bassist and the drummers do weird things, and there's weird electronics and sound effects. Um, but this is uh, this is classic Phil Collins. He's the drummer on Intruder. He's also the drummer on No Self Control and Through the Wire, um, Snare on Family Snapshot, Surdo on Biko. Biko uh, was a big huge song off of this. Uh, you know that that big important you know south african activism song right um steven biko but um again uh the drums are such a huge thing to this uh which brings up the idea of his world music and his african music thing so in africa drums are a big part of their music so so many uh you know african traditional african music songs have drums as the hook right uh, and that's happening on biko and it's happening on intruder uh jerry Murata drums on i don't remember family snapshot games without frontiers uh not one of us lead a normal life. Not all of these have hooks, but Jerry Murata, I wanted to mention him as well because he is such a hooky drummer with the novel sounds he would do. And again, that big kind of world beat, um, tribal sort of drumming style, uh, you know, moving forward, certainly, uh, the, the security album, the first two are, are, are a little more conservative than, than, you know, face melting face melt, the third Peter Gabriel album, they're all self-titled. Uh, but, um, so that's where it picks up, but you definitely, definitely, definitely get a lot of drum hooks on the Security album as well. And Phil Collins, I wanted to actually play a Phil Collins one because he is a man of many drum hooks. You think of Mama on the Genesis Genesis album, Silver Rainbow on that album, Second Home by the Sea on that album. Uh, so Phil Collins is a guy who started, uh, you know, he's obviously a drummer, um, but as as time moved on, he was a guy who who got really interested in exploring different electronic drum sounds. And as he's doing that, um, he's creating hookiness simply from the sounds themselves. But he also comes up with very distinctive hooky drum patterns. And he likes the atmospheric feel where there's not a lot else going on. So Intruder on the Peter Gabriel album is like that. But so is Mama, Silver Rainbow, Second Home by the Sea. Uh, and of course, one of the famous drum parts of all time is the whole In the Air Tonight drum fill, um, which brings up another point, this idea of drum hooks. One of the uh, criteria or litmus tests or definitions is, uh, can you picture novices or and drummers alike air drumming to these things, right? So <laughs> drum hooks are things that are a joy to air drum, 
right? And uh, and is there a a more air drummed thing than uh, than the in in the air tonight? Um, I'm pretty sure it's that song, right? In the air tonight uh, with with the big famous uh, the the drum fill. Um, but even even Genesis, uh, you know, all all together on the one album, Invisible Touch, Tonight, 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 and Land of Confusion. Uh, all have pretty strong drum hooks in them as well. Um, what else did? I, oh yeah, just one other thing I wanted to mention: Biko, um, which we talked about earlier, is uh, to me to me that is almost as strong an example of the simplicity and the and you know the dead center between the eyes idea of a drum hook as we will rock you. So Biko and we will rock you, I think, kind of have that uh in in common. Um so there you go. Those are those are all the ones I wanted to mention, you know, as proper official examples with music clips. A few other ones as well. Uh, as well, I want to thank Neil Miller. Uh you know, I asked him again, hey, what examples do you have of this? And he came up with some good ones as well. So as as a bit of of a collaboration i i had a lot of these as well but in terms of honorable mentions um aerosmith walk this way uh a little bit more leaning towards the intro idea but that is such a hook because i i feel that that amazing amazing hooky guitar riff uh is is goes along so well with the drums uh that that i think that's a hook one of the great examples of all time that starts this idea of a drum hook is Wipeout, of course. Uh, Sandy Nelson, right? Is that right? Uh, and you, but the Wipeout song, every drummer loved that growing up as a kid, you know, drummers of a certain vintage in the 60s. Dr. Feelgood. Tommy Lee is, is actually a pretty good guy with drum hooks sometimes. Um, King Crimson, One More Red Nightmare. That trashy cymbal uh, is, a, is a, uh, a drum hook. Rolling Stones, Honky Tonk Woman, um, uh, women, woman, uh, with, um, uh, with the cowbell. Uh, so you could, you can have a hook, uh, you know, a hook on in, in the percussion realm, uh, simply because of cowbell, uh, Paul Simon, uh, this is, this is an obvious one, 50 ways to leave your lover with that whole military snare feel. To me, that's a little bit of the poor Tom uh, kind of idea, but that's a shining, shining, huge example of a song that is novel and was a hit because of the very distinctive drumming uh, in it with that whole military pattern. Uh, David Bowie's sound and vision, you know, with that that kind of like, uh, as Neil calls it, <laughs> that electronic craftworky drum thing that sounds like an egg hitting a hot frying pan. I love that description and that is really what it's like. But that song, uh, beautiful, beautiful song and beautiful chord sequences as well, but, but amazing, amazing drum hook in that. Iggy Pop Lust for Life is known for its drum hook. That's really the reason you hear that song uh, in ads, right? And, that it, and it was a minor hit. It was a minor hit then, but it's a bigger hit now because it's actually been in ads. But that is because of the drumming. Devo's version of I Can't Get No Satisfaction is completely transformed because of that. You know, I don't think it's that great, um, but it's transformed because um, it, the the it's Hey Look At Me, the drumming. The drumming, you know, you don't think of drumming so much in that song. Um, that song, ironically, uh, is known for its uh, guitar riff hook, one of the early examples of a guitar riff. Um, and here's two really, really perfect, perfect examples of this idea of a drum hook as well. U2, Sunday, Bloody Sunday, and U2, Bullet, the Blue Sky. 
Uh, so both of those have these interesting snare and bass drum combinations. Absolutely guitar hooks. Bullet the Blue Sky is exactly like Metallica Escape uh, in that in that respect. Um, I thought of Kiss Rock and Roll All Night, where you stop with that part and where Peter goes, tin, 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 tin. that's a hook, right? Um, so so hooks can be all sorts of different things that get you interested in a song, and that's that's actually a hook. Uh, two more examples that absolutely go together and fit this episode's actual uh you know definition of this sweet ballroom blitz and golden earring radar love with the with the you know the snare combination idea of being the riff beatles come together weird stupid strange song um but uh people recognize it and remember it and it's notorious or famous because of that weird weird drum pattern in it right uh billy squire the stroke is known for this the sound and of course that's a big sampled one in hip-hop um rolling stones emotional rescue is somewhat of a drum hook fleetwood mac tusk motorhead overkill which we've talked about before on this show uh you know for that double bass all the way throughout but people talk about it that way so that could could be called a drum hook rush animate uh neil peart is a whole other thing and we might we might go through again a very musical drummer we might talk about him uh in a different way but funny funny enough uh or funnily enough um off the top of my head, I'm sure if I went through the catalog, I'd find a few. Maybe you guys can let me know on the Facebook page. But um, what are some Neil Peart songs that you feel really fit this definition of drum hook? Where the drum riff throughout the song, the structure of the song, be it the verse or the chorus, um, are, are, really, um, are really more about the drums than anything else. Um, so we're not talking fills, we're not talking intros, but this definition. So yeah, if you could point out some Rush ones, that would be uh, kind of cool. All right, so there you go. Hope you liked this episode. Um, boy, I had my Facebook all open, ready to you know talk about um, the covers episodes, um, but we really are out of time. Uh, I, I, I want to try always keep these things sort of the same. So I'm not going to go through some Facebook comments again uh, because I yapped enough. Um, but I definitely want to thank uh, the Kofi, uh, Kofi supporters slash martinpopoff.com. Hit that red support button. Buy me a coffee or a pint. This is, uh, this is really the main way um, that I am financing uh, doing this show every week. Uh, on that front, I would like to thank... Andy at Black Sugar Transmission, Joe Beck at Bel Air Expediting, Bruce Campbell, Andrew Clark, very generous. Take a bow, take a break, Andrew. Uh, Tim Derling, David Fisher, same thing, uh, very, very generous. Roche Gale, um, Jason Leonard, Neil Miller, Augustin Garcia de Paredes, Philip Edward Phyllis, Steve Paleri, and Brian Sager. Thank you all. Uh, most of you have been regular since the start. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, and then, of course, martinpopoff.com for. Um, all the books out there still have most of the visual biographies in stock. Uh, Flaming Telepaths continues to sell. I'm considering doing another one of that, like a follow-up. It's going to be even weirder than the first one, but you know, what's sort of stopping me? I got to, I got to draw all those illustrations as well, because uh, I want it to be just like the other one. So come up with the 39 illustrations. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that is something that is, uh, is in mind right now. I've got a few other things, um, getting to the finish line, just finished a, a new book yesterday. Um, so there are, I, I added up the other day. I think there are five finished books um, that I've handed off to the next stage. 
that all should be coming out this year. Um, so I'm at a bit of a crossroads. Got one more to just kind of finish up. I'm at uh, 10 entries to go of 50. I won't really kind of mention what that's about, uh, but maybe that one will be the sixth one, or maybe that's one of the five that I'm almost considering finished. Not sure. Uh, anyways, thanks again. Um, go listen to some of these uh, these drum hooks and uh, and let me know what you think on the Facebook page. Bye for now. Find all of our shows, notes, social, and links at www.pantheonpodcast.com or wherever you listen to great podcasts. All songs can be found for purchase on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please purchase these great and important tracks. Find us on Facebook at The RNRAP. We are on Instagram at RNR Archaeology. Tweet us at R&R Archaeology.